Hey guys, welcome to Core Meets World, episode two. Uh, this is a very special episode. We have a special guest with us. Would you like to tell the audience your name, uh, your major, a fun fact, and how you know Corey? Okay, so my name is Tolu Dapo Adeyemo. Um, I'm a double major in advertising and public relations and sociology at UNC. Um, a fun fact about me, so I'm technically a Nigerian prince mm. um, because I don't have like riches or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But my father's side of the family, they were like the chief family of the village back in Nigeria and I can see. Mm -hmm. So when, like, when I went back when I was nine years old, they were all like super nice to me and they're all like, oh, like, wow, Americana. <laughs> like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, so. That's he always says like I'm a Nigerian prince. Also, the Ade in my last name means mm -hmm. crown. So. Oh, so is that why? Um, kind of. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. It's like it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, and how I met Corey, we met on like Instagram, like our I senior. I think, or was it Patio? It was, I think it was it Patio. Might been, it might have been Patio, mm -hmm. and then we moved mm -hmm. into Instagram. Yeah, because we were one of the people that actually talked in our like pre-college patio chat before freshman yes. year. Yeah. And to be honest, mm. you were kind of giving like trade. Oh, that's not <laughs> in the sense that we well, just got into the episode. Like we're not even a minute in. I, you knew what you. Well, were no, that's true. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, just because I feel like Instagram for me in high school was different than Instagram for me now. Just because I don't know. Like I felt like I didn't really start posting. I did like a rebrand. I love like, how I talk about myself like I'm a celebrity already, but I did a rebrand in high school. Um, I think it was going into senior year. So going into that is when I started thrifting, and then I started to just like try different things, blah, 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 blah. But I, I agree. I definitely was. And <clears throat> I hate that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know. No, you did. Like, no, like generally. Yeah. yeah. But um, let's talk about do we should we talk about okay no here's one thing i want to ask before we move on from oh wait you already answered that i just realized you just <laughs> answered that okay um let's talk about the fact that it is the first week of class we are unc students let's just touch on how the first week is going for both of us by the way this is being recorded on january 12th so it's the third day of classes here at unc so we're just going to touch on how the first week of class is going for Tolu. um <clears throat> well, I don't have any classes today because I don't have Friday classes. So, right, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, classes have been going well, I think. Mm -hmm. I just am waitlisted for two of my classes. Ooh. For those of you that don't go to UNC, I mm. just want you to know class registration here. Like, whatever hell. you imagine the seven circle of hell is, it's ten hell. times worse. It's, yeah. I, wouldn't wish, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And I'm being so genuine when I say that. So like, genuine. What do you mean this class is a prerequisite for every other class of my major mm -hmm. and each class, each section of the class mm -hmm. is capped at 20 students? Exactly. If you don't come into UNC with credits and you can get those earlier registration periods, then you're out of luck. And that's, I don't know, because I know that in my experience, in my experience, I came in with a lot of credits. So I have literally always gotten the exact class at the exact time with the exact professor that I've wanted since coming into UNC, but I know that that experience is not universal. And as someone that came in with zero credits, I have had oh. the opposite experience. Yep, yep. Um, um, but, okay, so the first topic we're going to talk about, so the way this episode is going to run, this is my first guest, so, you know, I got to get a feel for things. But we're going to run through some general topics first, and then we're going to jump into some 
Tolu core. We're going to jump into, into some Tolu what specific topics. Okay, like, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. So there's a few there's a few topics I wanted to talk about today. Um, one of them being Ariana Grande just released a new song yesterday, guys. And I, me and me and Tolu, we both just listened to it because I wanted to talk about this specifically because it did drop today, Friday, January 12th. And I think the music video should be out now too. Haven't li- looked at it, but we both just listened to it together. And I mean, this is the podcast where I told y'all we we're going to talk about everything going on right now in pop culture and music and et cetera. So I feel like this is something we need to talk about because Ariana Grande is a, is an icon in her own right. And I, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about this era so far. I have a lot of thoughts about you know where she's going but that's not the point of this we're just going to talk about this new song yes and i literally mentioned this in the last episode but the um the song yes and we need to we need to jump into that and um talk about it so tolu i want you as special guest to give your initial thoughts and then i'll give mine and we can discuss right well i feel like okay so i've never been like an Ariana Grande stand by any means. I mm-hmm. respect her, you know, mm. like I respect her grind, like since Victoria. Her she's grind been, day. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I'm, you know, I've never been like a, like a Ar- Ariana hater or whatever, but, <laughs> but like this song, I think it feels very commercial, very okay. corporate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like okay. I'm not, I'm not loving it. But Corey did, like, make an interesting point earlier. He was like, you know, like, you're not going to – you might, we might not be getting it the first time. Because people on Twitter were like, mm-hmm. oh, this is her Break My Soul. Mm-hmm. Like, Beyonce song Break My Soul when Beyonce re- released that single before she released the Renaissance album. And that right. album changed my life. Like, uh, I'm sure it did. I'm, bri- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it is – You won't break it my is soul. Renaissance. Don't play I mean, with me. <laughs> she made it for y'all. Anyway. For y'all um, is crazy. <laughs> But, um, wait, what was I going to say? Yes, I agree with that. But what I want to say, okay, so when I listened, I listened to it for the first time last night um, when I got home. Um, and I'm going to say, the first listen, I was like, okay, um, this is something. And then, you know, when I got to, like, the middle of the song, I was like, why did she release this as the first single? Because I, I mean, I don't know. I don't talk about it a lot, but I feel like I have a really good understanding of the music industry and, like, I have a good understanding of eras and all that and I can I feel like we could understand the song better when we get another single or when the album actually drops and we get a better feel for this era but I'm just not really understanding why she's going house and vogue and ball almost like a ballroom inspo that's what I'm saying it's not for everyone but but I'm (laughs) saying I don't know why she did that if Drake did it did Beyonce I don't think we need an Ariana Grande house album. I know I don't need it, and I don't want it. <laughs> that's what because that's I'm. Really st- real. I mean, I'm tired of hearing Renaissance. I'm tired. Ooh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing Pure Slash Pure Pure Honey. I'm tired of that. I don't want it anymore. I want Ariana to come back as Ariana. Like I don't want her to come back and give people. I mean, maybe she's just having fun, and that's and that's also okay. But going back to what you said about oh, I'm sorry. Going back to what you said about um. The break my soul effect. I'm gonna call it that. <laughs> um, going back to what you said about the break my soul effect, I definitely see that happening with this song because I will never forget the first time I listened to Break My Soul was actually with Tolu. Do you oh, remember yes! that? Do you remember that? Yes. yes. When oh Break My, my Soul came out, it was our um, it was our freshman orientation over the summer between high school and uh, freshman year, and uh, Tolu and I had the same uh, orientation. And when that song dropped, 
me and Toby listened to it together. I personally thought it was cool. I thought it was fun, but I didn't like it. I didn't. I, I didn't think I was gonna go back to it. I was messing with it like immediately, Whoa. like off from off Corey. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not serious. Well, oh, um, that's not in the sense that. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. I no, definitely. I think for me, like break my soul, like it changed everything for me. And I don't know if I say this, if I'll be crucified for saying this, but I wasn't the biggest Beyonce fan before Renaissance. That's like, fair. How you? Right. That's fair. Like I knew, like I definitely respected her craft. I knew she was one mm-hmm. of the greatest artists of all time for sure. One of the okay. Here's something I feel like is might be a hot take. Ooh, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not bad. I genuinely feel like Beyonce is. Look, this isn't even for debate. Like I feel like this is objective. Beyonce is the greatest performer alive right now. That's that's a fact. I, and you can say you can bring up Bruno Mars. You don't bring no, Bruno Mars chop. up to me. Thank you. <laughs> Um, you can bring up Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but you can bring them up if you want to. It's not going to change the fact that they don't, they're not Beyonce. Right. Do you know, which reminds me, a little sidebar, mm-hmm. but me and my friends last semester, we were arguing about this. Why were people trying to tell me Drake was a better artist than Beyonce? Oh. I'm not serious. And I know the type of person that told you that. Right. <laughs> um, But the thing is, Drake, to me, Drake isn't even the best rapper from Young Money. That's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and Come that's on, like, uh, <laughs> let's really wake it up. He's not even the best rapper from Young Money. What he can do is make a hit, and I can respect that. Right. But he's not putting pen to paper. Mm. He's not. He's not giving you those heavy bars. He's not making you think about anything. Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> like nobody <laughs> wants. Like that's not. You're not. He's not the best rapper. He's not, he's he's probably the best hit maker. Mm-hmm. He's not the best singer. Right. He can't he can't sing better than not to bring him up again, win. but. Huh? I need to max win. What? <laughs> what? Are you <laughs> Did you not hear that? Like, like Drake was on. I think it was he was on live, and he mm-hmm. like said like his alter ego was a woman named Anita <sighs> Max Win. Okay. And like I... became like oh oh. This is why I don't like Drake. Yeah. And the thing is, <laughs> I, I really don't like Drake. I haven't liked Drake. I never have liked Drake. I like his music, but as a person, I think he can be very corny as a celebrity. Oh, he's um, the corniest, like corniest celebrity walk. Yeah, and that's ha- saying something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, yeah, I never really did like Drake. So the fact that they could even compare Drake to Beyonce is a joke. Beyonce, another thing I will say, Beyonce is one, okay, this is going to be a hot take again. Beyonce is one of the greatest vocalists that we have seen live. That's also, I don't feel like that's a hot take. People don't like to give Beyonce her credit. That's though. what I'm saying. And that's, that's because why she's a black woman, and I don't know. Now, we're not going to talk about somebody, the fact she's a billionaire. That's a whole other thing. Ooh. But <laughs> but somebody <laughs> tried to, to real, say, I, I remember somebody tried to say that Rihanna, okay, I'm going I'm to lie to you. Rihanna can't sing. And I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because we're not going to forget that clip of her trying to say needed me, and it sounded like needed. she needed <laughs> vocal you're, training. Like, oh, you're crazy. Like, no, like she's, she's never been able to sing live. The only good performances she has is when she lip syncs and dances. Ooh. And we're not going to talk about that lackluster Super Bowl performance. Ooh, she but was pregnant. Maybe do the Super Bowl when you're not pregnant. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like she is an icon in her own right. Obviously, it's Rihanna. But I feel like if you are Rihanna, like I said, do the Super Bowl when you can do the Super Bowl. Because when me when it comes this is another going back to Beyonce, like when it comes to the Super Bowl, Beyonce, Beyonce's very first Super Bowl performance, the only Super Bowl performance that compares is Michael Jackson's, because his was better. Right. And 
okay, th this isn't a joke. Uh, this is going to sound like a joke. But you know one that was really iconic was Katy Perry's. Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance was one of the best. I think Katy Perry, like, ran the 2010s. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially in the early 2010s. Mm -hmm. But then after that, I think it's really crazy, like, how badly she dropped off. I don't know. But I think after she dropped that album, that weird album where Swish Swish was on it, Oh, yeah. Yeah, after that weird album, people kind of were like, Katie lost her flair. I don't think so. I think, not to bring up Pink Friday, too, but um, a lot of people are saying, like, this would have been, Pink Friday, too, would have been an amazing opportunity for Katy Perry to make a comeback, and Katy Perry could have been featured on Pink Friday, girls. I 100% agree, because Nicki Minaj and Katy Perry, Nicki, Katie, and Taylor... And I'll give it to Rihanna too. Those I hate are the Taylor people. Swift. I just Ooh. have to say that. I oh, that's not. But I'm I do too. One? That's no, crazy. No, no, Wait, no, no. Oh. I do too. I I I really I don't hate Taylor Swift, but I don't understand the hype because I love all too well the ten minute version, the sad girl auto version, the normal version. Um, I love a lot of her songs. She has really good songs, I but I don't think. That. I just feel like a lot of her music has been done by other. Okay, like, yeah. I love, yeah, like, 100%. if you say, like, like folk music, for example, mm -hmm. like, niggas turn on Taylor Swift. First of all, me, I'm going to put on Leith me? Ross, Claro. <laughs> nah, me. I don't know. Like, I just, I can't get behind it. I can't get behind it. It just gives, like, I she's, like, how old? 27? 27? Maybe. She looks like she has to be 39. Ooh! <laughs> I'm sorry, you're crazy. That was insane. I'm so sorry. Um, no, 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 not no, no Taylor slander necessarily because I know a lot of mm, listeners really like Taylor. Bit. That's really not um, my problem. But like. you know what people tried to say? They tried to compare the Eras tour to the. Don't even tour. say because you're gonna make me mad again. Yeah. You're gonna make me mad again. Yeah. Oh my god. They tried Taylor to Swift compare. versus Beyonce. Beyonce, I am so sorry. I am so I'm sorry. So sorry. Beyonce, I am wow. so sorry. <laughs> like, like Beyonce. Oh my god, I can't even like because I'm not a stand of Beyonce. But I can just respect her work ethic, her <coughs> talent, her her being able to her being able to <coughs> maximize the talent she does have. Because I feel like a lot of artists don't master that, and I think that's a lot. That's mm. a lot to do with her with her dad. That's really good. Um, it has a lot to do with her dad. He was able to maximize the t the natural talent she did have, and and make it evolve through time because don't forget destiny's child is the is the is the biggest girl group Say of all time is the biggest girl group <laughs> of all time oh destiny's child is and then to be able to transition from a girl group and become one of the biggest and become you know at that time the biggest solo female artist at, the, at that time you know that's like that's a talent right there mm -hmm. oh my god wait we're, we're off track to circle back though yeah ariana grande's new song <laughs> <laughs> we, talk, we talked around that. But uh, Ariana Grande's new song, I do think it had to break my soul effect. I don't want a house album from Ariana Grande. I don't want I want her to take that I want her to take that blonde hair dye out and I want her to put a ponytail back in <laughs> and give us some whistle notes. Right. I can't, knee high I boots. Can't. Knee, <laughs> hoodie dress. Like take us back. Oversized like just come out with an oversized hoodie on like you should be what? in Wait, I've been thinking about this. Okay. Like, the rumors about her homewrecking. What are your thoughts? What do you think? I talked about this on episode one. Um, like I said, I can't control what she did to SpongeBob's wife and or you're, his child. You're crazy. But, you know, because, like, I mean, 
okay, so a lot of fans are are defending her by saying they were already filed. He was already filed for divorce before they had even been spotted out together. Which I mean, with that being said, we can't make a timeline enough to say that during the marriage he was she was cheating. Also, I have a very hot take about things like this. Let's hear it. I don't think there's a such thing as a home wrecker. Well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't think there's a such thing as a home wrecker because you okay. The person, the mistress or mister, I don't know, the person that's not in their relationship has no obligation to that person's partner. So, therefore, you're not wrecking a home. The home was already wrecked because that person decided to step out. So, like, what are you, like, I I do agree. I do agree that, you know, just (coughs) having human decency, you you shouldn't engage with someone in a relationship. But I don't think that when it does happen, the mistress like or mistress or the mister should be the person that receives the flag because that's like a lot of times when people cheat that person's partner tries to blame the mistress or tries to blame the person they stepped out with i also don't don't agree with that yeah yeah, like 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 yeah like obviously you shouldn't you shouldn't be like messing with someone who has a who has a a romantic partner however let's not place the blame on that person because the person in a relationship is the one who because what happens is somebody gets cheated on and then they they walk around bad at the they get back with the with their with their boyfriend or girlfriend and then they walk around mad at the person they cheated on them with that's clown I, behavior sorry like, like that's insane your but partner just so one over on you that's exactly crazy. and the way i see this is ariana like i really wanted her i said this on the f- episode one i really get, to go back to her song i really wanted this to be like a i did it yes that's and what i was thinking i was gonna be i really wanted her to do that i really wanted to say yeah and the, what makes me really mad about ariana is that like i i see this for her i see her being with like a Travis Kelsey, um, not Jacob Elordi, but Jacob Elordi adjacent because Jacob Elordi is too young for her. But you know, somebody that's not whatever that is, the SpongeBob person. Like, yeah, that was really uh, crazy. Uh, like, I don't know. Like Ariana, like uh, I don't know. Imagine being Ariana Grande. Imagine being Ariana Grande. Uh, this is what. Mm. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Ariana Grande, <laughs> just to give a wrap, just to give a debrief, final thoughts on the song. Um, chop. Ooh, on first listen. First listen, yeah. But you're going to be voguing so. to it in the pit next week. Um, anyway, that's, ooh, that's not. You <laughs> thought that was a read? I don't know. I don't. Really, I really don't know about this. Because <laughs> we're going to see. We'll check back in with y'all next week, y'all. <laughs> um, anyway, I had a topic I wanted to talk about because this was just something that came up with me and some friends um the other day, and. I just first before I d- before I get into it before I get into the discussion totally, I just want to hear what it comes to your mind first when I say friendship standards before I before I give the spill and, and give and open the discussion. I'm thinking it means like what you're willing to or like what like what your basic requirements are. Come on, yeah. For a friend, basically. exactly. Yeah. Okay, so. Going okay, just to give a preface, going into twenty twenty four, I realized, hey, this is the year I turned twenty one. I'm in college. I'm growing as a person. I see myself growing as a person. I see myself meeting the world. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? <laughs> and um, you know, like 
I see myself really like using my experiences to make myself a better person through things like journaling and all that and like really like trying to find like my place in this world and try to figure out, you know, more about who I am as a person. Come on. And this was a really pivotal year for me because 2023, if it didn't, it, it taught me a lot about myself in relation to other people and how I, how I'm viewed through other perspectives and um, public perception of myself, things like that. Like I really like got a grasp on understanding on that. Um, and that that led me going into this year saying, hey, like, you don't have to take this and that from these people. You don't have to stay around people that aren't adding value to you because you feel like it's a requirement or you feel like it's, you know. So going mm-hmm. into this year, I told myself, I was like, if they're not serving me and my friendships and these friendships or relationships or whatever aren't adding value to my quality of life directly and it's not you know what i mean right why should i have them around and the same and it goes the other way too try to like spending time with those people that are genuinely making you happy and genuinely adding value to your life so to go back to the main topic going into 2024 i said i'm holding my friends to a standard and i felt because i feel like i wasn't doing that i feel like I, i wasn't holding the people that i have around me to the standard that I hold myself to as a friend because I know what I expect from I know what I do for my friends mm-hmm. and I know what I expect from my friends mm-hmm. but when am I going to start enforcing a standard on right. my friendships right. and this was the year and this was a discussion I had because this it was a particular this isn't that podcast we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna <laughs> this isn't that I was podcast waiting. I was waiting. where we're gonna really like wake that up we'll have a conversation but about it. oh we will but um <laughs> we're not gonna this isn't the podcast where we're gonna necessarily wake that up because i don't want this to turn into a like oh like Corey's on this podcast we talking make about this a shade room. Ooh, i don't know i'm about to say this isn't a blog y'all this is not the shade well, room but roommates what do you think <laughs> Wait, we gotta come up with a name for my listeners. That's so real. Oh my god. Earth. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm just that. <laughs> um, um, we'll come up with that for y'all later. But the point I'm trying to make, I'm, I am gonna give you some details about it right. on here, okay. just so the listeners have a better understanding of what I'm saying. So basically, there was an ins. The, mm, mm. There, there's been. Oh, I'm trying to figure out how to not be the be shade like diplomatic room. about it. Yeah, I'm you trying to like like, po- like politician like. my way around it. Um. <laughs> Basically, there, 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 there. This kind of is a specific. This isn't necessarily a specific, um, a specific friendship I have in mind. But going into twenty twenty four, I realized that everyone that I had, you know, everyone that I was hanging out with, they weren't. <coughs> I wasn't holding them to a standard. But once I went into twenty twenty four, held them to that standard in my head. I realized who I wanted to, this is going to sound so, ugh, but like who I wanted to bring into the year with me and who I didn't. That's not a bad thing. I just want to say that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. That's very valid. Because mm-hmm. not every, you're not everyone's meant to be in your life forever. Exactly. And also it doesn't have to be beef when someone's exactly. not in your life. That's exactly what I was trying to articulate. People change. People okay. change and we outgrow each other. That's and what that's I'm saying. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I want to see you eat. It just doesn't have to be at my it doesn't table. Have to right. Because right. we can win, but we don't have to win together. Exactly. And, and, I, can, and I can hope the best for you, right. but you also have to. And I feel like this goes into my next topic of maturity <clears throat> because you have mm-hmm. to be mature enough to realize that, okay, this person may not be, we may not be for each other anymore. 
Like we, we like freshman, okay, just for example, freshman year, we were in the same place in a lot of places and we had a lot in common and right. we could, we could talk and we could, you know, we could relate. Right. But now we can't and that's okay. Absolutely. And that's okay. But it's just, it's just having the maturity to realize that and not surrounding yourself around people that aren't, aren't servicing you as you know as that position of a friend and i've had a similar realization because Mm -hmm. over winter break i was doing a lot of thinking and i was like okay so like i do a little like check in with myself after every semester like lessons i want to take into next semester Mm -hmm. and one of the main lessons was that i needed to be firmer about sending about setting boundaries with my with my loved ones because Mm -hmm. i can set a boundary with someone i don't really care for Mm -hmm. but for me i struggle doing Mm -hmm. it with my loved ones especially Mm -hmm. my friends because i don't want to like cause an argument I don't want us to like fall out over something you know like I'm really right. scared of like losing people I care about right mm-hmm. so but like over winter break I realized that like th- it was also like causing me to live like in like anxious fear mm-hmm. right and, like I, like I had to walk on eggshells around people I didn't really need to because I just couldn't voice like how I really felt about things right and so now like I'm making more of a conscious effort to like understand how I feel about something Mm -hmm. and understand that not only is it okay that I feel that way it's even more okay that I voice that opinion exactly and that I voice that I feel that way so they because they deserve to know how I feel because I don't Mm -hmm. get to tell my friends how I feel that's the thing you got to be scared of that you can't be scared (laughs) of that conflict but I feel like for me I have a similar issue with you know with setting Mm -hmm. boundaries with people that are on the closer end because then it's like Oh, you're you're this, you're that, you're right. you're fake. You right? Cause yeah. like, oh, you're fake. Like oh, like you don't have to be like that. Oh, you're so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like sensitive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's well, that sensitive word really mm-hmm. does something to me. I mm-hmm. don't know. Cause I'm like, ooh, that doesn't. Mm. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's really that, not. Yep, I don't that's know. really not. And <laughs> like, I feel like that's why I feel like like that whole conversation just like really just shows how much college, like being in college, you know, is so like essential to the development of you of, of a person you know like right. i'm not saying college is for everyone but i'm just saying when the people that do go to college t- tend to have a better understanding of themselves after that four years and after speaking to you know after talking to people that go to college you can you can kind of get that pick up that theme from all of them like they they seem to be very confident with themselves they seem to very much know what they want in this world and have a very very good understanding of themselves and i feel like a lot of people never get to that point they never get to that point where they understand why they do the things they do, what their real purpose is in life. I do actually want to add to that. I feel like I've been very self-aware and mm-hmm. very like cognizant of what of, of what my personal motivations are and like why I feel compelled to do certain things because I've had to understand who I am at such a young age. Right. Because how else? Because the only way I'm able to show up so authentically mm-hmm. and like stick out like a sore thumb in the midst of everyone else it's because yeah. I, I i had to learn who i was and mm-hmm. i had to be very very comfortable with who that person is right right and i think like and like and i know the same is true for you as well yeah and so i feel like a lot of people especially cis hetero people don't have that experience that good understanding of themselves right. because they never were they never had forced to, to they face never it were forced to face themselves mm-hmm. like that right and that's what i was going to talk about the second the thing <clears throat> now we're moving into topics that i kind of just want to talk about like with you and I feel like this is something like you like you just reminded me of it by what you just said of when you're in a crowd, you stick out like a sore thumb because you have a better understanding of yourself. And that leads me to my next topic of me and you, let's just say prominent campus figures. Let's go there. Let's that's the word we can say. 
Um, That's the phrase I can say. (laughs) Um, With us being people on this campus that are, how would you describe it? Because you know what I'm trying to say. I think we we both have like big personalities, okay. And, like as well as again like our authenticity, I think it attracts people to us. That's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I've been told, okay. Right, and so I also feel like because we're both like on on top of that, we're both extroverted. We mm-hmm. just end up connecting with people re- really easily, right? And so I feel like we both have like different sides of campus, right? Because like really, somebody said something really interesting to me, and they were like, on this campus, if you don't know Corey you know Tolu. And if you don't know Tolu, you know Cor- At the end of the day, you know one of these <laughs> you people. You know one of them. You have talked to one of these people in passing, you or you have heard about one of these people. And I think people don't understand that, like, because comf- my friend Comfort said something really interesting. She was like, people see you on campus and they they see you almost as an idea. Or they see you as a concept, oh, but they don't brother. see you. Oh. They don't see yeah. you as a person. And I said I have felt that way. Like I felt that way <laughs> for a good chunk of my life. I feel like when you're a very outgoing person, when it seems like you know everyone and you talk to everyone, and you, you know, people don't ever see you as a person. They don't ask. They don't ask. Oh, Corey, how was your day? Or they don't ask. Oh, like how you know like how are you doing are you okay or and 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 when you don't put on that act of that i will call it performative because sometimes i genuinely feel like it's so performative for me me and i know i know you have a similar Mm -hmm. experience where we don't get to we don't get to have those bad days because i remember one day i think i told you about this i remember one day i was just having a bad day so I wasn't the the normal Corey where I was just like, oh my God, hey, yeah. like you know, like I wasn't putting on that that act that everyone expects from me, and I was told that I was being rude, mm. that I was being rude because I wasn't engaging in a conversation because apparently the bland people on this campus can't be in a room and carry on a conversation Ooh, without us clock adding it. something. Clock it, clock it. Because let's talk about because and and another thing about this is. The reason that we're seen as concepts is because 80% of, if you feel hit by this, that's an issue you have with yourself. I was to say, (laughs) if you, if the shoe fits, lace it. (laughs) (laughs) If the shoe fits, lace it. But it's the fact that 60% of these people on this campus are on autopilot. Mm, Right. 60% of the people on this, on this campus don't have a sense of self, don't have a... They 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 feed almost off of people like us mm-hmm. that have a better understanding of ourselves and and can bring a, something to a conversation and can right. you know what I mean right and they 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 literally <clears throat> literally quite literally feed off of our energy and that's exhausting and I think when when we're not treated like people and treated more like a tool or a concept or an idea that they don't understand that we're you know they That's they have that lack of understanding that we're I, we're I still completely understand people. what you're saying because i remember and i know exactly the kind of like what you're talking about with mm-hmm. like how people would call you rude because you're not being super high energy yeah i like i would walk into a room and like sometimes i have quieter days like i'm not mm-hmm. really like i'm also not really like super like energetic you know yeah. I'm always like that yeah Right, and people are always like, "What's wrong? Like, are you okay?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm literally fine." Like, I can I, I not like, just I, like, right? Like, I I can just like be chill mm-hmm. and just be like, you know, like sitting. In, I don't need to be the center of attention all the time. 
contrary but, to popular belief. I was about to say, <laughs> we feel that way, but they don't. They right. And it's almost like, like expect like mm-hmm. people like, like treat me like I want to be, and that's not necessarily the case. Sorry, you're boring. That's mm, well, yeah. I don't In know. the sense that, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe that is. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I if you take if you take all the Corys and Tolus off this campus, who's going to entertain you, UNC? Oh, that's, well. In the sense that. (laughs) (laughs) You might have a point. I don't know. No, it's, I'm being for real, though, because I genuinely feel like people, you know, like that's what they expect. And they genuinely expect us to just be like a circus animal for them. They, they, and, 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 and like, I don't know, and to make an environment somewhere where they want to be. And I, and that's that's cool. I will say that's cool, and it does make me happy sometimes. We're like, you know, like they always, mm-hmm. you know, want us around right. or whatever. Like, that's really nice. But it's just like I feel, and I do think a lot of this is subconscious for them. They don't, mm-hmm. like, understand. Yeah, like I don't I don't necessarily, like, want to hold it against people like this. Mm-hmm. I Because it's like, like you said, it is nice to be, like, when people think of, like, oh, who's, who's the person for the job? Oh, it's Corey. Oh, it's Tolu, right? Mm-hmm. It's nice to be thought of like that. Yeah. But on the other hand, I remember freshman year, I almost, like, burned myself out doing stuff like this because mm-hmm. I was always doing random stuff mm-hmm. that people asked me to do because right. they thought, oh, Tolu would be good for this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And, I'm like, I – and, like, for some reason, I wanted to, like, keep up that persona. I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that people kept thinking of me like that. Right. But now, like, sophomore year, I got to a point where I'm kind of just like, I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. I don't – I have enough friends. Mm-hmm. I don't – like, I'm doing me. I, yeah. I need to call myself first. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I don't know. That comes with a lot of pressure in itself. I think um, just having having to you know put on that because once I remember I was I think I was walking I was walking with someone I think I was walking with uh, Nick but I was walking with someone and I you know I was just I was tired I was tired I was burnt out it was you know this was last semester. Mm-hmm. And I was just tired and burnt out. Like, I was having not a good day. I didn't want to, like, really talk to anyone. Mm. Um, and you know you have those friends that you want to, that you still want to be around when you don't want to re- be around anyone. Right. And, you know, like, I remember we were walking, and then I, um, you know, I saw someone. Probably didn't know their name. But they were like, you know, hi, Corey. And I was like, and I, the way that, like, it was, like, almost like muscle memory. I just I know snapped. exactly I just, what you're talking and I, about. I literally like I was just like, oh my god, hi, like how are you? Like your outfit looks so good, you know, like you know right. the the and I mean like I'm not saying that I'm I'm being performative and I'm being fake all the time, but I feel like if I don't give that reaction, then it's just like it's oh, going to be like like it would literally it and for me it literally has been a topic of conversation with some people afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I've given off the wrong impression because I wasn't like that and they expected me mm-hmm. to be like that. And I was literally like, people thought of me as like less. Yeah. After that, and I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't feel like that's fair. It's right? not fair to us. Right. But I mean, hey, we chose <laughs> to go to a PW. That's true. But, uh, I think every day, what it would be like if I was an Aggie. Ooh. Ooh. That's <laughs> oh, that's not. I I wasn't going there with it. But, oh, um, my anyway. bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, uh, I kind of I do want to talk to y'all. I mean, talk to you about um. One thing, so going into UNC, Tolu and I were, you know, we were we had a lot of similarities. We were both, you know, going into Honors Carolina, and we were both assured admits to Kenan Flagler Business School. Mm-hmm. So with those two parallels, Tolu and I had a lot of things, like a lot of things to, you know, we had to do that were in common, you know. 
But I want to talk to you about your transition over from Keenan Flagler to now Hussman slash sociology. I want to talk to you about what that, what got you to the point, you know, in freshman year where you were comfortable enough to say, hey, I know myself. I know what I want in this world and I know what I don't want in this world. And you know, being I being strong enough to make shit. that decision. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, I will start off by saying um, I never wanted to be a business major. To be honest. With okay. You. I <clears throat> my senior year of high school, beginning of my senior year of high school, I told my mom I want to be a sociology major, and my mother is nice. She laughed at you probably. She literally said, "You will be poor." Poor. And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And we didn't really talk about it after that. Because I told her to leave me alone with the college admissions process because she wasn't reading my essay because I was definitely talking about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember I told her that I got into UNC in January of my senior year. And she was like, oh, like as a sociology major. And I'm like, no, I got a short admission to the business school. She was like, you applied to the business school. Wow, thank God. (laughs) Right. I was like, okay, this is really crazy. Um, Oh, my goodness. And so I was like trying to decide like okay should I go to UNC or should I go to ANC because ANC actually gave me more money than UNC did okay and a lot of people I talked to were like oh you should go to ANT until I told them I was and I was in a shirt admit to the B school then they were like wake that oh, up you need wake to go that to, up they were like oh you should go to UNC I'm like, yeah. I was like oh, no way like yeah. for real like wow that's all it took for black people to kind of like wait i don't know that's kind of crazy the kenyan flagler's kenyan flagler at the end of the day that's what they were trying to that's what they're saying that's what they're saying i don't know yeah that's just anyways. to add on i am still a business major. i love that for you i don't know i love that for you yeah i think I, that's really hey, i think that's really cute i, I love know. i love it over there i'm sure you do yeah i love the b school okay yeah. moving on don't because <laughs> mm, already you didn't have to say anything <laughs> You didn't even have to say anything. Right. He knows. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I got I started going um, to, you know, the B-School classes, yada, yada. And the entire time, I was just bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, it, all of it was so boring. Like, okay. right. Um, and I reached, like, my breaking point the second semester of my freshman year when I had gone to Hungary with the B-School. Oh. Um, yeah. And at that point, you I want to t- share some about that experience. Oh, I, I'm, I'm willing to talk about it. Talk about this it. Is, Wake this it is up. my tell-all. Wake it right? up. Yeah. Um, I okay. So it was for a global immersion elective. So we were going to go mm-hmm. to Hungary to do consulting with a business there, right? To help them um, increase their profits and also ex- expand into Berlin. Consulting, right? Oh. I, but I told myself at that point, like consulting was was the only thing I could stomach doing really? post grad in terms of business because I was Ooh. like. I hated, I couldn't do finance. I hated math. Um, marketing. Marketing. No? But even then, like, I could do marketing with a degree from media, which is why, like, I just, I was like, okay, like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I, I need to just switch already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I hated finance, like, because I'm terrible at math and I hate math. I didn't want to do investment banking because the long hours were never going to be worth Ooh, it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like sales because that felt kind of soulless. And I would say I yeah right. I could never do that. Real estate would be nice. I know you're doing you're doing real estate, um, commercial all, real estate. Yeah. Like like shout out Corey. <laughs> um, I don't know if I could do that. I feel mm-hmm. like that's not really my vibe. I think I'd be bored with that too. That's not really my style. That's I think I, I think I need something a little more creative, mm-hmm. minded. 
Um, cause I'm just not the type of person that can do, that can really separate my life from work. Right. Some people can do that and I respect y'all for that. Right. I, I just, I'm too, I can't do that. Yeah. I need to like enjoy what I'm doing somewhat. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, like I'm on, the, I'm in Hungary, right? Aside mm-hmm. from like a, a lot of other stuff going on, I got food poisoning. Oh, I remember that. On and my your way luggage to, was lost, right? My luggage was gone for three days. Okay, I went three yeah. days in Hungary with no clothes. Oh God. No clothes, no face products to wash my face, no African wash rep. I felt so dirty. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot. Uh, Mind you, I also saw my brother on my 12-hour layover in London, and he was very confused when I had to go back to the airport, and I ended up vomiting because I had food poisoning from the plane, from the airplane food. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really, like, God, that was a sign from God. But anyways, like, on that trip, I was – I was the only black person on that trip, and mm. I was there with six frat guys. And some of them might be listening to this, and I want you to know, not all of you are there. Well, well, you can talk about them <laughs> by name. By name is crazy. That feels crazy. Yeah, they're well. They're students at UNC, so I don't. Who? You're. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. You're cool. Shout out, Gavin. Hey, Gavin. Oh, um, no, we love Gavin, hey, though, seriously. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Valedictorian. For real. What about the other ones? Um, Ale. Hey, Ale. Okay, no. I want you to, like, explain what was this experience. Oh, right. Well, yeah. They were, like, <laughs> a lot of them were, like, kind of, like, the jokes they made. I laughed at the time because I didn't want to, like, kill the mood, per se. But, like, they oh, were, like, there were really jokes made. problematic. Oh. Can we get some examples this one guy i'm not gonna say who it was it wasn't either i like gavin but he yeah, kept making jokes about so. his asian girlfriend and it made me oh. really it made me really uncomfortable That's <laughs> it made me really uncomfortable the entire time oh, and i was like goodness. i don't know should you be saying that and again i just want to reiterate i'm the i was the only black person on the trip in hungary mm-hmm. where i saw maybe three black people a day oh my god so it was really <clears throat> So, would you say that that experience kind of um, solidified what you already thought about yeah. the business world? Or? Kind of. Or, like, it confirmed my worst fears. Because I had told my like – I, like I said, I told myself consulting was the only thing I could do. And then even then, the consulting aspect was so boring to me. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, Gavin, like Gavin was having way more fun than I was. I hate, At least it seemed like it. He seemed hate, like he was having hate, way more fun than I was. Hate. I don't know. I did I did not enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. I was bored the entire time. I didn't and I didn't I just didn't like it. I just knew I just knew after that it wasn't for me. Okay. And I had a conversation with the dean of the B school, Shamul, Leslie, Leslie, Leslie Melton. You're uh, not. Wait, wait. Yeah. Leslie. Like the like the lady with the southern accent. She's like really like. She, hey, you all. You know, very very cute. I don't know who that is because well, because I don't because. Because Shamul's our undergrad dean, and then... She's the dean of admissions. Oh. Of, my bad. I should have specified. Okay. Sorry. okay. I, I, didn't, okay. I realized that it just said dean and not... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... Yeah. After that, I just... I remember I switched my major, te- quote, unquote, temporarily. Mm-hmm. After I got back, re- retrosync for classes for the fall. Right. Um, To get into... Mijo classes because I was planning to apply. Okay. And I was like, oh no, I'll just like double major or like make it a minor. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Kasia was like, oh, are you going to switch it back? Shout out Kasia. Shout out Kasia. I love you. <laughs> 
um, she was like, are you going to switch it back? And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, no. <laughs> like, so I just yeah. kept my major as Mijo in sociology. Okay. And now we're here, and I love it, except the, it's really hard to get into Mijo classes. I'm really struggling, but it's fine. But, like, I love it. I got into Husband last semester. Mm-hmm. We're in. We're, like, I'm, like, down. Love Husband. I'm advertising, so public, I'm advertising public relations down. Down. Future copywriter. Holla at me. Okay. Hire me. Okay. I'm a, I'll, I can advertise down for you. I okay. don't know. Cause I, I, but I will say Husman, I will agree with you. The vibe at Husman is definitely a lot different right. than the vibe it's at Keating really Flagler. But yeah, it's like but I would rather take it's white more women inviting. over white men. Ooh, it's is more that, am I allowed to say that on here? What? I would rather have like deal with white women over white men. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't. I, I was hoping like, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was to say I feel like Husman is very was it's very <clears throat> it's very like I don't know it's very good vibes there. Right. But I will say I've had amazing. Like, you know, like, our experiences are obviously different. No, really. But, like, I had I've, some good experiences at Keenan Yeah, like, I've had really great experiences at Keenan. Um, the professors, really great experiences with the professors. Um, I work, I do the Community Equity Inclusion Board. I know, ironic. Uh, um, <laughs> I do that there. Okay, I black love, people. love all my board yes. members. Um, you know, I was, I actually was able to go to one of the Black Affinity Group events. You know, me and Jess went. Um, right, I remember that. And did you get free food? Yeah, Zaxby's Absolutely. actually. Ooh, yeah. I should have came. I yeah. don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. Wait, did you need to apply with your business? I have a business. Email as long as you have your email, you can come to the I events. I still have my email, I think. Yeah, yeah. but I, going to events like that and like working, like literally like the the our job is to make it more equitable and to make it more inclusive there. So like being able to work hands on and like see see that some people that are on see that some people on faculty are so passionate about um shout out Desiree. Um some people I on love faculty Desiree. yes oh are gosh. so dedicated and so dedicated to making that place inclusive. Just right. seeing that. Which reminds me, I'm really sad that Felix left, but also good for him. I saw that. Yeah. I saw he that. He's a kid now. Um he's a dad. Congratulations. Um, congratulations. Shout out to Felix. Felix. Shout out to Felix. I remember he was so welcoming when um, he was you know, so, I coming loved in. Him. He was when so I was nice. I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted to leave. Felix was like one of like three reasons I kept thinking about me wanting to stay. Mm-hmm. And Shamol was like one of them too. Yeah. That was really. Shem- shout out Shamol. I shout out Shamol. Our like, undergraduate she's dean. Real. She's so real. Amazing. And like just meeting people like that. And then like also knowing that this is like a field that I have, you know. I I just really like I was like oh this is that like you know like obviously it could be better right. obviously it could be better and it does like it is really disappointing to hear like you know stories like yours where like it wasn't just the field you know <clears throat> of business that you know unis- made you unis- uninterested but it was also that environment you know like mm. it, it was also the fact that I mean if we're being honest a lot of students at the B school are how do I hmm, spoiled, uh, privileged? Right. Um, they were in before they were even born. Uh, so, to kind of wrap up here, can you just tell us a little bit about looking forward, not only into twenty twenty four, but looking forward to the rest of your time at UNC slash the rest of your life? Like, what are you what are you excited about? What do you look forward? What are you looking forward to? Like. I'm looking forward to one proving my parents wrong. Okay. I'm like very. I'm You're very, not gonna be poor. Oh, absolutely! I can't be. I, I can't ever be poor. I'm an anti-capitalist. <laughs> however, I can't ever be poor. You can't be anti-capitalist and then. I'm Nigerian. I can be. So. Okay. Because like it's literally like I'm an anti-capitalist, but like I'm Nigerian, so it's we're literally allergic to being poor. In a, like if that makes sense, I don't know. It might not make sense to me. It makes sense. Yeah, but, but I I'm sorry, y'all. 
one thing you'll learn about me, I am not anti-capitalist. Sorry. We know. I'm not a socialist. We know. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a business major through and through. <laughs> we and know. I feel like in You're this. You're my most problematic friend. I, I like. am. I am. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say what I want to say. Like, I'm going to say, you know, what I want to say. Like, Corey we'll last what, night no. was literally telling us, guys, I'm like uh, right-leaning independent. <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> and we were like, okay. Real women. Oh, for true. No, that was a banger, actually. They really like um, that. Yeah. Anyway, but no, actually, I, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll stand on that. I'm standing on Period. that. Because, like, I am standing on my business major. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're, 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 I'm you're standing so on my business major because I know that, like you said, okay, this is going to this is gonna be probably, you said it first. You said it first. So okay. I can say it. The whole, like, allergic to being poor. I so know what you mean by that because, like, that was always my biggest fear was, right. like, not necessarily being poor. Like, I'm not going to say because, like, that could be, like, insensitive. Um, but failure. Right. Like, no, my yeah. My biggest fear has Absolutely. always been failure 100%. and feeling like I didn't do what I could have done. Right. So in my eyes, I'm about to get this, I'm going to get this degree mm-hmm. and I'm going to maximize, you know, like, you, you're going to be mad at Beyonce. You're mad at Beyonce. You're going to be real mad at me. Right. <laughs> you're going to be really mad at me. You thought Beyonce and Jay-Z did something? You're hilarious. Oh. You're crazy. Yeah. This is really insane. This is really self-discriminating. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, like, I know what you mean. Ooh, I can't, you know what I mean? Ima- no. Imagine I'm your parents gonna... crossing the ocean and then me ending up a failure. God yeah. forbid. Actually, God forbid. Yeah, money has to be made. No, I have to, like, be able... Me and my parents like butt heads all the time. If you're mm-hmm. my friend, you know I have a yeah. very complicated relationship with my parents. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, though, I'm never going to say it to them, but they will be taken care of when they're yeah. old. Absolutely, 100%. Because, yeah. I mean, like, we <laughs> – I feel like as black people, this is another thing. We can be pro-capitalist Wait. if we're black. Well, because well. – Because <laughs> – no. <laughs> Hear me out. Because this society – we live in a capitalistic society, number one. That's unless we're moving – unless – let me tell you something for all the socialists out there. Real quick. <laughs> you want to be real mad? Me. I don't know. You're gonna <laughs> like, be real mad. And if you kick out all, <laughs> if you kick out all the capitalists in this country, who's gonna innovate, socialist? Who's going to exploit poor people, socialist? <laughs> like, oh, that's yo. Well, okay. Well, socialists, I got you. Okay, I got you. Bro. Um. You know what? This conversation could go for so long. <laughs> no, genuinely, just because, like, I feel like, hmm, I don't know. I feel like in order to make progress and to innovate and to have that comp- competitive market and to generate new ideas, you need capitalism. And that's the reason that we have developed, not only as a country, but just in the world alone. And I do agree, you know. There are, you know, like you said, like there are lower income individuals. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I was I'm media trained. Corey y'all. learning how to be I'm media trained. correct is I'm media really... trained. Uh, <laughs> You're media trained. Uh-huh. Those that come from a lower income background, you know, a lot of times. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot of times. Most of the time, capitalism is at their demise. But I've also seen individuals from lower income backgrounds that have used capitalism to change their life. But are they the exception or the rule? Ooh. Mm, right. Sit on it. Right. I don't, <laughs> You're hey, not. Sit on that. You're because, so. I mean, I know that. I don't know. <laughs> what I do know is, is that 
money's gonna be made. Um, um Maybe not at the expense of others. Oh, oh, to my original point, black people can be pro-capitalist because well, black people can be pro-capitalist because we are in a capitalistic society in the United States. I'm sorry, socialist. If you want, if you want, I don't know what you want actually because you live here. So I can tell you what we want. <laughs> you live like, here, and let's be real: the Democrats and the Republicans, capitalist. The government, the government, the capitalistic. Two party system is terrible. I agree, but it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Capitalism isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It's definitely not leaving in our lifetime. So make your money. We're boycotting Starbucks. Right. What are your thoughts on? <laughs> Wait. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it was the way you said. Right. Oh, but actually, crazy. If you still. I've I, I was literally I've seen at so Target many today. I was literally at, at Target today, and you know how they have that Starbucks right next to the counter. Mm-hmm. I looked over; it was a bunch of white girls in line. I'm like, "That's nah, crazy! Yeah. Yeah. You're all IDF apologists." And Stanley, Stanley, count your days. Yeah, if you have a Stanley Cup, die. Oh, oh, oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! So y'all, I, say that? I don't know if y'all know this, but Corey does this thing where like he says something. In extremely wild and then immediately acts incredibly surprised like he didn't just say it no because they, like I'm a what did Nikki say I'm a multiple personality yeah. because <laughs> like I didn't mean to say that don't I'm not okay I'm not hating on Stanley Cup supporters however you need to realize that Stanley is a company that chose to partner with Starbucks in the midst of all this and and y'all are putting money in their pocket and y'all mm. voted y'all, y'all voted, voted for a cup for bad. a cup for, for an pink, adult sippy cup. For a for an adult sippy cup. It's not crazy. Crazy, insane. So, and if you're still buying Stanley cups, you're corny. <laughs> you're weird. I don't know. If you're still buying Stanley cups, you need to go get your what is that? Owalu the bottle. Owula. Whatever you know. What we're talking but I know about. what you're talking about. And yeah. they eat. I don't know. They eat. Go I get you want one. one. Or go get you one of those fake Stanleys off TikTok shop. Right. My sister got one. Twenty dollars. I walked. Same I was, cup. I'm like, Tia, is that a Stanley? She was like, Absolutely not. I'm like, Good. Go to girl. five below. Period. Period. Yeah, go to five below. Like we're boycotting Starbucks. Y'all just like spending money to spend money. And y'all are weird for that. And y'all are weird for that. Really weird. Give your dad his credit card back. Ooh. Hmm. That goes for the college students too, um, especially y'all. <laughs> especially, especially y'all. Yeah, yeah. Free UNC Chapel but, Hill. Um, oh, free us. Free us. Free us from you. The shackles from, of UNC Chapel Hill. Yeah. I hope this doesn't get me expelled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it will? Like, I don't know. No, I'm a, no free speech is allowed. No, yeah. we're gonna. Oh my god, I wish we could have a I'm whole get segment. Just a letter from the university. No, going back. Um, <laughs> I. Y'all, I just want okay. This is what I'll say to the listeners that are listening right now that go to UNC. Please do your research. It's UNC A F F A X N, the Affirmative Action Coalition at UNC. Um, They have they have a post up right now that talks about the interim chancellor. Um, One was posted January third, and. Yes. So if you go, I'll give another shout out. Um, it's UNC AFFAXN. It's the Affirmative Action Coalition at UNC on Instagram. And if you go to their post from January 3rd, who is UNC's next pookie, interim chancellor? If you go to that post, they kind of get into, you know, Kevin G leaving, us getting this new chancellor, and what this means for the university. So, um, 
Yeah. Do your research. Do your research because this is your university. You pay. You may or may not, but mm. yeah, you, you, you go here. So period. Um, you we need to know what's going on. One way on. or another. One way or one way or another, we're paying to be we're here. We're paying. We're paying to be here. One way or I another. I know I am. We're paying for that degree. Doesn't have to be intuition. Whether it's monetary or not. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, to circle back to the original, the original, uh, follow the final question. Um, yeah, Tolu, uh, your future. Twenty. You can talk about twenty twenty four. The rest of your college. The rest of your college, you know, time well, the rest of your time at UNC, um, looking into the future for your life, you know, just give us like a little what you're looking forward to, what you're excited about. Right. I'm looking forward to, in, at least in 2024 and my time at UNC, mm-hmm. I am trying to take better care of myself. Okay. And not just in like a physical sense, although I am like trying to go to the gym more, mm-hmm. trying to eat healthier. That's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. I might try that keto diet you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. But I love bread. I'm not eating. Car- hey, there I is low carb bread. I just had a sandwich yesterday. Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get used to it. Right. I mean, it's definitely it's it's not bread, but I'm used to eating I, bread, bro. I've been spoiled. I yeah. Know. I I'm very delusional, so I act like it's real bread. So well. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also like trying to uh, take better care of myself, like mentally as well. I feel mm-hmm. like I push myself a lot because mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of keep up with everyone else around mm. me. And honestly, like it's a cliche, but comparison really is the thief oh. of joy. Like I feel like other people look at me and they're like, oh, you do so much. And I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Oh I'm on, I'm never my not doing God. Enough. Me too. Right. Me too. But it's like, Obviously, I'm doing enough. Mm. Like, I go here. here. I go to a top school with a scholarship. Obviously, I'm doing enough. Like, being here is enough, enough, period. Yes. Like, this is not an easy school to get into. Not at all. Right. And it's not an easy school to maintain. Right. And I'm out of state, too. Like, damn. It's not easy. And I don't give myself enough grace for for stuff like that, I think. Especially Mm -hmm. um, my friend Kina, who she was in Erot. By the way, quick plug. Erot, Ebony Readers, Onyx Theater, is um, the only spoken word group on campus and mm-hmm. we are a collective of black and brown poets and we have three shows a year come out to our love show in february um the week of valentine's day we'd love to have you but anyways um <laughs> <laughs> last year she told me she pointed out something to me she was like tolu you're always complaining about how like you're kind of struggling but you also feel like you shouldn't be struggling because it feels like other people are having it worse than you mm-hmm. or like are struggling are like sh- busier than you are right but it's like you already have a lot to worry about because like dealing with like your home life and like the way your parents aren't really like supportive of who you are and mm-hmm. how you kind of come here and be yourself despite that that's kind of like a big like thing to have on your mind all the time and honestly she's right i don't mm-hmm. pay enough i don't pay a lot of attention to it because i don't like to think about it but it's right. like i have a lot of stuff going on that like i feel kind of i don't want to say handicaps me but it's right. like it's definitely something that doesn't make what I'm going through easier. Easier, right? Yeah. And so I think that I'm just here. I'm I'm trying to give myself more grace in 2024 right. and from here on out, and also hmm. like in UN, at UNC to just kind of like enjoy myself here. Okay. Like I'm like I'm doing everything I need to do. Like mm-hmm. like to be I need to be honest. I'm doing everything I need to do. Right. I'm I'm hitting all my goals. Yeah. Like, and I I just need to be content with that right and not always try to like outdo myself for the purpose of like making sure i'm keeping up quote unquote with other people and i think that's something that all unc students need to hear i know it's something i need to hear Mm -hmm. um it's something that i tell myself 
constantly, I'm constantly telling myself, you know, um, like you're not doing enough. You see, and, and, and especially being at the business school, the business major is one of the most competitive majors I've ever heard of. Right. It's so competitive there because it's so many of us <coughs> and it's, it's like, who's going to, whose resume is going to be the best? Who's yeah. going to get that interview? Who's going to get that, that internship? Because also a lot of people, it's I've so people competitive as a business major who had ca- family connections and stuff mm. that I'm going to keep up with. And, y- and, and, and it's not fair. Th- that not part fair. isn't necessarily fair. I'm not, I'm not mad at them for that because right. they can't control how, you know, they can't control their circumstances, but it does get very, it's hard for someone like me who, or honestly, every UNC student can relate to this being in high school and feel having that sense of security of oh like there's no one that i'm really competing with like i win you lose like you know like it's having that sense of academic validation all the time and just and just it being easy Mm -hmm. but then you get here and everybody had that feeling everybody Mm -hmm. everybody was you know the top of their class Mm -hmm. at their high school and everyone you know, and like in transitioning and not fi- not having that feeling of being special, mm-hmm. is it's 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 a work in progress. It was crazy. It's it was such a sh- like people talk about the culture shock of coming to a PWI. The shock for me was coming here and being surrounded by people who were also smart and impressive. That was intimidating yeah, for well, me. Well, I mean, it was both for me. I went to a predominantly black high school. Mm-hmm. My high school experience was actually very unique because okay. of the fact that like. I went to a predominantly black high school, but it was also very like academically rigorous. And my high school had money, okay. And so a lot of my peers had money too. So like mm-hmm. our student parking lot. Was well, you're from Maryland. That is true. I am from Maryland. Yeah, shout that's out, where all the black rich people to decide to. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't one of them. I I was a magnet student, so okay. I, my school was 30 minutes away from my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I would pull up in my little Volkswagen mm-hmm. next to my friends with Audis and Teslas and Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I like I thought I was competing with my peers there. Like I thought it was serious competition. I didn't know what competition was until I got here. Oh, and 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 right. stepping your cookies up before they crumble here, right, is 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 is, is a different That's ball work. game. That's work. I, because I realized that, you know, we were at shirt events, mm-hmm. so that alone did kind of ease that because. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't think it was a big deal. I was like, you know, this is another just one of those opportunities they right. threw in there. I didn't like, realize how important it was. I didn't realize it until I got here. When when you wow. drop that on someone, when I would say, when they would be like, "Oh, what's your major?" and I would be like, "Business," and they would be like, "Oh, you're a freshman, so you mean pre-business?" and then I would be like, "Oh, no, no I mean I'm an assured business. Admit. I'm an assured admit, but thank you." Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I really it it was really funny when it would be an upperclassman, right? An upperclassman who would be like, "Oh, you're um a freshman," and I'll be like, "Yeah," and I'll be like, "Yeah, like I'm um I'm a business major." Oh, pre and then I would just be like, "Yeah, I'm an assured admit," and like they they would be like, "Oh," but like that I don't know. I feel like that kind of did ease that imposter syndrome because I was like, oh, well, hmm, I am an assured admit to, to the B school. I did get that. I still mm-hmm. got that ounce of academic validation. And obviously with <laughs> right. being an honor Same student here. and all, yeah. like you, we still had, we, we had a better experience right. than most, I feel, but it was still, it was still rough. And like that, going back to that competition piece, I get so lost in it. Mm-hmm. I find myself like this, I get so consumed in work and, 
and just like think doing extra stuff apart from like you know apart from school mm-hmm. um like i was talking about in episode one i don't know if I, I i touched on it but i didn't really talk about it but like being consumed and just trying to fine-tune that resume and and really like make it one of the best it gets to it be gets. almost like an addiction oh, yes. right and then I, I think um it's a rat race it is right, it's and I race. I feel like even now after switching my major, I still kind of feel that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough creative projects. Well, that's the UNC effect, right? It's just bad, and even then, like, and I actually wanted to go back to what you're talking about about us being a strict mitts. Mm-hmm. That actually made me switching from business so much harder, because so many people are like, you're in a strict mitt. Why would you switch? Why would you give that up? You know how many people would kill to be in your people position? People would die. It's so. crazy. It's crazy. What now? I, right? <laughs> so, right? So, what, what now? now? I feel like, is there a potential for a Tolu business minor? There was, and now there isn't. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, because. In the that. <laughs> well, in the, I meant what I said. I yeah. Um, I think I was still considering it just because I didn't really want to, like, quote, unquote, let it go to waste. Okay. But then. I kind of I was thinking more critically about it, and I was like, okay, what do I think that I will be getting out of the B school that would make me want to do all of the pre- prereqs that mm-hmm. are oh, yeah. the same as a major mm-hmm. to get into the minor, and then still go up there to that big hill <laughs> and deal with those people in my classes mm-hmm. for what to mm-hmm. not even have that minor be on my degree when I graduate. Mm. I don't think, I didn't think it was worth it. Yeah. Especially because again, I did, wasn't interested in doing anything specifically in the business field that would require a business degree. Okay. Anything that I would be doing, even like let's say even I ended up in consulting somehow. I mm. could still end up in consulting with an advertising degree. You can. Like, and so I'm just not. Cause people don't realize that also, a degree is a degree. Right. A degree is a degree because let me tell you what I the the main lesson that college has taught me um, professionally is that the things that people the reason that <coughs> the reason that companies and um, employers want you to have a degree has nothing to do with the technical skills you learn here. It is all about those soft skills. It is Abs- all about abs- absolutely. Mm-hmm. At like you know like obviously if you go into like ib or or something like that like that's a little different because obviously you need that you need you know some knowledge but that comes from internships that does not come from your time here really right. you what, what you get from your time here is you get that time management you get that leadership you get that sense of self we were talking about earlier you get all these soft that can those communication skills the collaboration skills all of those skills is what prepares you for the for the real world and that's what i'm like, getting and that's why i when people like try to be like, "Oh, your major isn't really like real," mm-hmm. I don't take that. I don't like listen to what they're saying because it's like I am one of the people that will joke with Tolu. It is a joke. <laughs> I will so joke with Tolu and be like, "Well, you're gonna be poor." That mind you, he's a double major <laughs> in my major. Like he's majoring That's in true. business and at PR. That's so true. I don't know, but That's true. Like, but like. Because it's teaching me so many of those soft skills, how to be a stronger writer, mm-hmm. how to be a better communicator, mm-hmm. how to um, conduct yourself in interviews, how to go about finding a job and other opportunities. They teach you all those things. In, the in networking the of the, it all. The networking. Networking, the networking is so important. I literally yeah. have a meeting coming up with a Carolina alumna mm. because when they want me, I'm getting an internship this summer. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. It's already been, it's already handled. God handled mm-hmm. it. God did it. God did God it. God did. God did. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, so going forward, um, 
You were in the middle of your answer, right? I don't know what you were saying. Um, <laughs> I don't <remember>. <laughs> You were talking about... I forgot what was... Because I asked you about the future for the original question to wrap us up. And I don't know where we ended up. Well, basically, I'm just going to get finer, smarter, richer. I just saw Nick the other day. She keeps getting finer all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Stream Pink Friday too. Um, Period. Yeah, yeah. High heels on my tippies. Don't say in Gabbana that's on my. Pop, leave that time and smile like right. Y'all, if you're not streaming Pink Friday too, what are you doing? Literally. Every time Big Difference plays, I feel like that is a song that was made for Sagittarius. 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 You're right. I'm a Mijo major. I would know. You're gonna be poor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Sagittarii. Ugh, that's so ugly. Um that she well, definitely made that song for us. Oh yeah. my god, like big difference. Sagittarius, so you know I'm an optimist. Her like her lyricism. Lotto said put it on the floor. Nikki said, clean sweet. <laughs> you getting mopped, ho. I'm sorry. Um She's so talented. Yeah. I I yeah. wish I was a quarter of the writer she was. A quarter, a fifth. I don't know. Wait, let me let's let me come up with something. Let me come up with something. Let me come up with something from a um pick pick one of the Pink Friday two songs that I'm gonna um I'm gonna um I'm gonna do a freestyle. Yes, FTCU. I I I love fuck the freak the club. <laughs> <laughs> I love freak the club up. The club up. <laughs> the pot up freak the pot up what? take away two ah. you know i'm on the pod and i rap here i just started this now we got tolu here what? special guest episode two you better stream okay and when we don't talk they call us me ah. but they're just mad because we're us my back wide as a bus <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? I just hope this podcast can be something fun for everyone right. on this campus. I, would, I um, agree. I think it will be. I think I it will be. I would love to be back here. No, seriously. Okay, there's another thing. I was someone said Justin uh, mentioned something and he said, "What if I had a co-host for Cormie's World?" And I was like, "Text me." No, literally, cuz like guys of you, let me know. Let like, me know in the comments know, if y'all like to be a co-host. If y'all would want Tolu as a regular co-host on Corby's World, that would be amazing. Um, I have a lot to chat about. Yeah, there's a You're, lot to be talked about. To be honest, like, we didn't even get into a quarter of it. I we have did. a lot more. There's a lot to, to discuss. Talk about. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Just um, saying. But yeah, guys, um, thank you so much, Tolu, for coming course, on to Corby's World me. and being our first special guest i'm saying ours if i have a team i do have a team actually y'all yeah um I'm on in my now. head yeah um <laughs> so we have um i just want to let y'all know we have mark um we have shelly tiffany and barb her name is her, her name is barbara but we call her barb um here at court meets world um they're all on my team is they she, help me is she a barb yes everyone everyone in the team are barbs um you and shelly shelly sounds annoying yeah i <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, show. Um, but the room is empty, guys. Oh my god! <laughs> they don't know that we have a lot of people here to make this <laughs> to make this production um, to make this production run, guys. Don't listen totally. Um, but yes, thank you again for coming. Um, hope to hear. Have, hope to have you back very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and Likewise. yeah, I hope you have a an amazing semester. And we, but I mean, y'all will hear from them soon. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. They will be back. A- amen. And uh, we can get some updates and, and talk a little more. But seriously, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening to episode two of Core Meets World. Um, the next episode, it'll probably be just me, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, seriously, thank you so much for listening. Um, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>